0: Hi, welcome back to Wings of Fire for Scavengers by Scavengers. I'm Cal from Back and Forth, where we discuss anything and everything. Go check that out wherever you listen to your podcasts. So today, we are going to be discussing the Winglets Quartet, and I love these stories. Um, I'm going to be discussing each one separately, just kind of talking about the characters and what we learned and stuff. Um, So if you haven't read one of them, you can just skip that part. Or you can keep on listening, whatever you want. But um, Yeah, so let's get right into it. Okay, so the first story, the Limits Quartet, was Prisoners. And it was about Fierce Teeth, uh, Saguaro, and Strong Wings. So, Fierce Teeth, uh, great antagonist. I really like Fierce Teeth. I thought, um, she was kind of funny in the fourth book where she was, like, arguing with everybody about how she should be the prophecy. And she was asking Starflight, are you dead? Very ill, perhaps? like dying ill. <laughs> um, anyway, but we get to learn more about Fierce Teeth and her connection with strong wings and all that and I thought it was really cool and we got to learn all that and um learn more about that and more about the Sandwing, Seguaro, uh which I really like that name. That's a great Sandwing name. Um but she wanted to be the dragonette in the prophecy very badly but she couldn't be because she was like she wasn't born in the brightest night so obviously she can't be in the prophecy but uh and then strong wings always liked fierce teeth was always trying to make her smile or laugh or do something nice for her and he eventually found a way to do that by bringing her to the rainforest and ever since then they've been basically inseparable and like a couple almost it was it was really cool, and we got to learn a little more about, uh, them. So, that was the first one. Um, how would I rate this one? I would give this one, like, a, an 8 out of 10. Um, probably. Because, um, it was, like, good, but not, like, the, uh, my, not my favorite one. Like. The next one is Assassin, and oh my gosh, I loved Assassin. But it's not my favorite. My favorite is actually just, uh, run away. But anyway, Assassin was amazing. Um, he was Deathbringer, and Deathbringer is spectacular, like, a great character, and I really liked Assassin, and getting to learn more about Deathbringer. And, like, it's odd, like, in in other books I've read, when somebody, a character, cares about dies, they're like, oh, I'm never going to care about anybody ever again because it would just cause me pain but deathbringer was like if i ever find somebody to care about again like i cared about my mother then i will disobey laws and orders to protect them and he found glory and anyway i thought that was really cool but um deathbringer yes was trying to be an assassin and he got to go to the continent to kill um uh, Sea Wing General, I forgot her name, but, a uh, Major Sea Wing General, and in this story, we learn that the Mud wings used to be on Blister's side until the Mud wings were accused of killing the Sea Wing General, and they, uh, broke off from Blister. In this book, also, we got to see more of Gil while well, he's not crazy and mad, um, so that was pretty cool, and then, we also got to see more of Vengeance. So Vengeance was actually killed in the fourth book. He got thrown into lava, but he was the first Nightwing to get hit by Rainwing Venom and the first Nightwing to find out about Rainwing Venom. And his, um, I believe his brother was Slaughter, And to even be able to go on the mission, Deathbringer had to kill one or the other, and he assassinated Slaughter. So we got to see more of Vengeance and Morrow's here. Marcia turned up in both prisoners and assassin. He's such a big part of the tribe and a big part of the story. So, I mean, that's kind of to be expected. But anyway, quick strike. Deathbringer's mother got killed and he swore to himself to protect the next person he found to care about. And then he got an assignment to go kill General Sixclaws, who we find out in this book is on Burn's side. So then we move into Deserter. Oh, what would I rate assassin? I would rate assassin 10 out of 10. That one was great. Okay, so, Deserter. Deserter, um, it was, it was pretty cool, like, you gotta learn more about Six Claws and I think maybe one of the main reasons she wrote this one was to learn more about Six Claws, who's not an underdeveloped character, we just don't know much about him, basically, um, and Dune. So, all oh my, <laughs> I love, I love the whole Dune scenes because at some point, Dune was like, I would never want to take care of Dragonettes, like, they're so awful. And then of course he got assigned Dragonette duty in the Talons of Peace. So, yeah, it was it was it was funny. And um, we we got to see that Dune was on Burn's side of the war. We didn't know previously what side of the war he was on. We learned how his wings got shredded, how he lost his foot. It was like it was an it was an ice wing, that made him lose his foot. It was frost breath, that it, like amputated basically I think. And then, Burn. uh to punish six claws shredded dune's wing and dune and six claws are best friends we also didn't know that previously so that was pretty cool um in this book also we kind of got to explore more the death of queen oasis how they came out they had no idea how she got killed there was just like a spear in her eye and they found or smolder found a scavenger obviously a flower and we gotta see the other brothers who got killed by burn smolder's two other brothers i forget their names but there's like burn blister blaze it all has something to do with fire burn blister blaze um smolder and his brothers all something to do with like diminishing fire again don't really i think i think one of them is maybe sizzle i'm not entirely sure but like all the names have something to do with fire it was cool anyway we got to learn more about that and the devastation of smolder after losing palm you saw some of that too there was a lot of stuff in Deserter that we didn't, um, know previously, um, and, yeah, that's it's kind of it. We gotta see more Burn Blister Blaze, obviously, um, oh, and then Six Claws left, uh, when a voice from the shadows told him that he was just helping a viper, and eventually, you know, it, it, dangerous viper, Burn, And that voice was Deathburner. And Six Claws left with Dune and this nurse dragon who decided to come with him. Her name was Kindle. And if you guys don't remember, Six Claws and Kindle are mentioned in Book 10. And they are husband and wife and their daughter is Ostrich. So I thought that was pretty cool. How would I rate this one? Probably a 9 out of 10. I really like this one too. And then my favorite runaway. I thought it was so cool we gotta learn more about Arctic and Faux Slayer and Snowflake. And Snowfox was mentioned like once in Darkstalker about how if Darkstalker killed Queen Diamond, then her niece, Snow Fox, would take over and aboilerate the Nightwing tribe. So that was only that was that was all that was mentioned of her in Darkstalker. But I liked her character in um uh runaway because she was such a conniving dragon. I, I like conniving characters and um, somebody Snowflake could finally care about, like for real. And it was it was cool. She's a I can't really consider her an antagonist. I feel like Snow fox, Snowflake, and Arctic are kind of all antagonists in this book. But we gotta see, um, because in Darkstalker, there was, like, the prologue where Arctic gave S- a of the earring, and then chapter 2, I think, we saw them in the Night Kingdom. But there was, like, nothing in between. So here we we learn how they escaped, we learn how much magic, bad magic, Arctic used to make himself lose his soul, Um, he killed a bunch of dragons. Some of it was accidental, but, you know, he was- he became angry and angry, and he didn't want to go to the Night Kingdom, back to another disapproving tribe, so there was all this, um, that eventually made him lose his soul. The only thing keeping his soul together was Foslayer, but we got to see the- the progression of how they fell in love, and then Hasneth tried to stop them, and, um- It was just really cool and I really enjoyed it um this one is definitely a 10 out of 10 of course my favorite and I really really liked it um the good thing about the winglets quartet is that if you have not read dark stalker because runaway takes place right after the prologue of dark stalker if you buy the winglets quartet the prologue is in the quartet um as a preview to Darkstalker, but I think it's also on purpose so you can read the prologue and then run away. So yeah, that's really all I have to say about the Winglets Quartet. Pretty short episode, but anyway. Um thank you for listening to this podcast and this episode. I hope you guys have a great day. As always please go check out Just Breathe and back and forth wherever you listen to your podcast. And real quick I got another OC request Um, an ice wing randomly hybrid named Dewdrop. So, uh, I think I know pretty much exactly where to put that. Um, yes, I'm kind of, I've been kind of busy these past few weeks, so I've been kind of dwindling on my writing, but I'm almost done with chapters four and five, and then I'll read them. So, yeah. Uh, Have a great day, everybody. Spread your wings and fly. Bye!